Hey guys, this is Joe Matos, fashion photographer. This is New York Fashion Week wrap up on Folks Alert on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Joe Matos. We are doing the New York Fashion Week wrap up. You had fun, Joe. I, I can see. It, I, 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 I can see. I can see in your face. You had. You had a lot of fun. You had fun. Of course, it's, it's fun. Fun city to go to. This is not your first time going to New York City. No, no, I have family in New York, so I go there almost like twice a year. Is it different every time you go? You you can never get used to it, huh? No, it's different. It's way different than Miami. I mean, I'm so used to having my car driving everywhere. New York, you're on a train, you're going all over the place. But it's well, definitely an experience that you have to go to to uh, to really like know how it, how it is. You take the train, get around everywhere. So it's, it's a beautiful thing that you can travel anywhere in New York by just hopping on a train. It's not like Miami. Yeah, car. yeah. Public transportation is just yeah. Public transportation, it'll get you, it'll get you anywhere you want to go with the public transportation, man. Um, if you was to be driving in New York City, it's also it's also a hassle to be driving in New York City because um, you got to know where you're going. You know, uh, I don't even know how Correct. people even attempt to drive in New York City with the New York City traffic. Have you have well, you ever drove in New York City? I've never driven in New York City, but uh, I'm sure I can drive better than a lot of these uh, drivers because they're all over the place in New York. If you go to New York, you'll, you'll see like on the bumpers, they got like this rubber uh, this rubber thing on the bumpers because everyone hits the bumper when they're parking each other. So they go all the way to the bumper. So it's kind of to protect the bumpers. And that's something that I'm not used to even seeing. So, Well, the thing is, if you I, listen, I'm from New York. I've drove in New York, but... When you drive in New York, it you got to be a little bit aggressive when you're driving. You can't be like Stop. like like if you're driving in Miami or driving anywhere in Florida where you give people the right away. No, 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 no. You can't give anyone the right away. You got to be aggressive when you're driving. Of course. And, and let's not get it twisted. Miami, you get to be very aggressive also. People will not let you in. So you got to drive with, with force in Miami. <laughs> a, a, tad, a tad less aggressive in Miami, though. I, again, I've never driven in New York, but like I know in Miami, you have to be impressive okay. because you put in your turning uh, blinker, they won't let you in. <laughs> they wouldn't let you in. No. Tell me this, man. Um, New York Fashion Week 2022. Where, where should we start? You you get there. Uh, it's it's. I mean, is this is this your first time shooting in New York Fashion Week? This your first time shooting? No, this is my second time shooting. This is your second. This is second um, time. It's okay. my first time making it into Spring Studios. Okay. That's where the the main shows really are. Uh, so if you go like nearfashionway.com and you go to their schedule, most of their shows are in Spring Studios or at other venues. Those are the toughest shows to get into. Um, when it gets to, comes to Spring Studios, they only allow about twenty to thirty photographers in for a runway show. 
after the show's over, they have us all leave. And you have to recheck in for the next show. So it's very difficult to get into this show. Like this show right here, this uh, the New Leaper show. And they had um, they had four designers walking. Uh, St. Flora, uh, Cicel, RLE, and Woodhouse were all the designers walking the show. So luckily I was able to attend this show. They had four designers. Uh, I had another friend, he attended the show, and it was just that one designer, and everybody was out. So let me get this. So let me get this straight. So you have in Spring Studio, you have four designers that's walking. But once one design is finished, does, does the guest have to leave too, or no? No. Okay. So this part of the show. This is the New Leaper show, right? So this one had four designers within it. Other shows were just like one designer for the entire show. So once that runway was over, everyone had to leave. And then they cleared out about maybe like two, three hours, and then the show came on. Okay, so everyone that was attending the first show got to see the show, and then they had to leave and come back with they new ticket. Okay, correct. They, Same. Had, they had to leave, and the photographers had to leave also. You would think that they want they would want the photographers to be there, right? Well, you have to get approved for each show individually inside this specific uh, venue. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so when the designers approve you or the PR team approves you, then you can come back into it. But if you're not, like I was approved for this show, but I wasn't approved for any other ones. I got approved for the Alice and Olivia show also, but mm-hmm. that was somewhere off site. But for those shows, once they're done, you, you all leave. Now, if you're somewhere like Art Heart Fashion or Planet Fashion TV, once you're right. in there, you're in there. You're good to stay. But Spring Studios is where like the real shows happen. It's where like it all goes down. It goes down there, basically. Mm. So, you know, these models are getting paid good money to walk in the runway. You know, they're getting paid uh, a couple thousand dollars wow. for, for a walk, you know. What happens to the outfits when, they, when they're when done work, work, walking outfits? Well, they just go back with the designer. This is the designer's new collection. So they, they have a, a bunch of um, outfits in the back mm-hmm. when they're doing their hair and makeup. And then, you know, they get dressed and then they, they do the show take off the clothing, walk back out in the regular clothes they came in with. Right. This whole Fashion Week thing is a whole different flex, though. You know, um, it's just a lot of designers there. It's kind of like the music industry. Everybody's trying to get on. You know, everybody's of trying course. to get onto the runway. Well, I mean, like, even again, the models. So like, right. So, like, these shows inside this place specifically, these are million-dollar shows. Mm. So to be in here, it costs uh, a lot of money just to even be here. So now all the designers are, are going to display their stuff inside Spring Studios. They'll find places like Art Heart Fashion Society, um, right. Flying Solo. These are other shows that go on throughout the city where they're not charging you a million dollars per show. Right. I remember seeing this on your Instagram page, this, this shot right here. Yes. And I was like, damn, that's fire. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that I, is fire right there. Yep, and I mean, look at this young lady how she's walking the model. She right. has the perfect little walk going right there. You know, a lot of people though. I've had people on TikTok tell me why they walk like that. Well, they're trained to walk like that. Yeah, I so mean, they're fashion model. Yeah, they're yeah. fashion model. I mean, what people don't understand about fashion, and listen, I'm I'm not gonna act like I'm the fashion expert, but I knew, but I know for a fact, if you're a fashion model, it's not about the model. It's about the clothes, how they carry the clothes. Correct. Yeah. And that's the one thing a lot of people uh, tend to forget, even even the models. You know, 
and, and sometimes that's photographers as well. Sometimes we're like we get caught up with the model and not actually the design and what, what they're wearing. Right. Gotcha. But it is about the clothing. It's not about the models. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely about the clothing. Definitely about the clothing. Now fashion week is up and down. Uh this is your second one. You don't really get much well, time. What? What were you gonna say? No, this is my second one in New York, but I mean, I've, I've done my uh, swim week a couple of times also. That's another different fashion show, but different, different fashion show, right? Uh, your second one in New York. You, when you're doing fashion week for a photographer, walk me through your day, right? Because it's it's quite busy, right? You, I mean, you've got you got friends that's out there that they're also photographer. You guys are juggling right. different shows. Correct. Get what so, I mean, your day. What, what time do your day start? So, so basically, your day depends because, like, for instance, like if you are approved for Screen Studios, it's a certain time the show starts. But like I say you're not invited to all of them. So you may say, "All right, I'm going to start at Art Hearts today," or "I'm going to start at Society." You're flying solo. It just depends where you want to start at, and you have to really keep an eye on the time so you know. I got to go to this show over here. I got to go to this presentation. You kind of just bounce around. Uh, for me, my days started pretty early because I stayed with my brother in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It was like about a, I don't know, about like a forty-five minute ride into the city. So I always had to be up early, you know, get done, have all my my images, you know, exported to the computer on the on the hard drive, ready to go for anything. Um, so always, I was always an hour earlier than what I needed to be. So it's it's it's, it's a very intense time. You know, a lot of times. People don't realize that my fashion week takes about, it's almost like 12 hour days. And you're not really sitting down in chairs, you're kind of standing or you're sitting on the floor. It, it's, it gets intense. Constantly going. Right. And, and then you also have to find time to get uh, lunch. You know, you got to find some time to eat something, drink something. You're still trying to network with people. You want to meet, meet new models, meet new photographers, brands, meet everybody. So it's, it's a very busy week. And a lot of people but like it- to stay close by the venues but like I said I was with my brother in Brooklyn I was 45 minutes away so it was it's intense gotcha does it um, you talked about networking right great place to meet people great place to network exchange a few numbers right right and and it's interesting because I've met models in Times Square I met models in the bar and I met models on the train so it's just Wherever are, you are, you're talking to people. Are they and real models, models, though? Um, yeah, they were real models. Real models. Yeah, I mean, they may not, they may not have been like, like you know, uh, walking the big shows. Right. But they were walking the shows. So they're, they're models. Definitely. I saw on your on your Instagram page you you threw up. Let me let me play a clip from from you where you okay. threw up on your Instagram page. Um, I believe this is a Dormy show. Is okay. that is, is that the Dormy show you did? Yeah, I did the Dormy show. All right, let me let me throw this up and then uh, I'll come back and talk to you about this show. Bitch, I'm stylish. Black talk, big T-shirt, Billy. Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond. Niggas talk crazy when I pull up in sight. Mile high, run that shit back, bitch. I'm stylish. Black talk, big T-shirt, Billy. Watch on my wrist, but I take my breath away.
that that show looks like it was a lot of fun, right? The models look like yeah, they so were having fun. Right. So so that brand is about a lingerie brand, and it's more about comfort. So all the, all the models there, you'll see like they, they weren't all just the thin girls. They had the plus size models. They had everybody. Um, but that show was more. It's like I say, it's more it's more fun. Like like look, Spring Studios, they're more serious. This one was more about having fun. This is playing the fashion TV to put on this uh, show. So it's just kind of like a give and take thing here. But some shows, they, they, they want to be more playful and want to be more interactive. And I feel like that's what this show was about. You say lingerie, lingerie brand, but when I was thinking about when, I, when we saw the first show, they seemed like more of a high-end designer where this looks right. more like a Victoria's Secret kind of thing. Right. So that, that's where I was getting at with uh, Spring Studios. Spring Studios is the million-dollar shows. So you're not going to have uh, this type of fashion in Spring Studios. This is going to be more of the outside shows when the shows off the main strip area, per se. Right. And you know, these, these are shows that you know we all still go to. We all still shoot. Um, like I said, Spring Studios is very... Um, very like, like limited of who can get inside there but mm. if you get into playing a fashion tv show once you get past you're kind of there all day they're not going to kick you out so they want you to still stay there and shoot the shows uh spring gotcha. studios that why well, i actually leave so you, you're going to get more playfulness um but the spring studio ones you saw how serious they were when they were walking and mm. that's very new york fashion you know like things like high that's like high fashion right you think of paris fashion week you won't see the girls playing around they're very serious when they walk the stage. Because it's more about the clothing, it's not about the girls. And in this one, it's a mixture of both. Mm. The girls are having fun, you're looking at the, the clothing that they're wearing, and it's a mixture. It's just it's not the same as the Spring Studio. Spring Studio is very, very serious. This is more playful, the crowd's more interactive, people are having a good time. Um, not to say that people aren't having a good time at the first show, but it's different it's a different vibe. Okay, see so, so you may have a designer in New York and then that designer may end up being in in LA. Yeah or no? So so it depends. Like for instance, like Miami Swim Week, sometimes um, some of the designers from Miami Swim Week, they end up going to New York Swim Week afterwards and they're kind of displayed their same uh, their same uh, collection per se, right? Um, now, if you're doing New York Fashion Week, I don't really think you're going to do London and uh, Paris. I'm sorry, London, Milan, and Paris. Those are the main shows. I don't think you're going to that's, do those. That's a, that, but that's that. That's now we're talking high-end fashion, right? Right, right. Those are high-end. So, for instance, uh, our heart fashion show is Miami Swim Week, New York Fashion Week, and LA uh, Fashion Week. Okay. Now you may get, get some designers from our heart fashion that did uh, Miami, and then also did um, New York all the way to LA. So that is something that that may happen, but for the most part. It usually doesn't happen like that. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So it, it kind of it kind of varies. It, yeah, it varies. I mean, you can go to the other shows as well, but I mean, it costs money for the show, so it, it all depends on, on the designer. So um, some designers they'll bounce around for the year, just going to different fashion weeks to get their line seen by everybody. How it depends how, on what funds they have. Yeah, how how was it shooting at Adore Me? 
Uh, dorm, dorm room is cool. I mean, uh, I was in the back area, so I was able to shoot. Um, I was kind of like off to the side, but the dorm room, like I said, it was a fun show. Um, the crowd was into it. You know, we had there was a good time had over there. Yeah, you you said behind me they they got this little clip here, uh, which we don't get to see much. We always see the fashion, the model, on the runway. We don't get to see the behind the scene doing the makeup, you know, picking right. out the wardrobe. And I guess they got a, a little clipboard or a little you know board where, you know, what I guess the order of what they want the line to come out, right? Okay, so so what those boards are? That's that's called a, a mood board or a style board, right? Gotcha. So. When, when you're doing the show, you want to have a certain hair look for the models. So that's what they're going off, a certain makeup look. So that's what they're they're basing their looks off of for each individual model. Um, there is a lineup for the models as, as they're walking out. So they'll be like, like right there it says their names and what they're wearing. So now they know what order they're walking in. And they, they know who's supposed to be walking. So that's just part, part of the backstage process of knowing where you should be and what you're supposed to be doing. And really, I think, you know, it's very helpful for the models and the, the hair and makeup team, uh, the stylist, and they're right back there to know exactly who's wearing what and what people are actually doing. Got you, got you. Uh, you're, you're not going to do, you're not going to do LA, or no? I think I think I'm going to pass on LA. Um, have you been just, to LA? Have you have you shot in LA before? Yeah, yeah, I shot in LA in 2019. Mm. So LA, LA just actually released a, a, an email saying that you know all the photographers had to sign over all the rights to their images so a lot whoa, of photographers whoa, whoa. back okay. up back up back up back up back up why would you do that though what was that about that's about them not wanting to pay people for their work that's all that's about you know uh so basically you know with the fashion shows and this happens here also and there's another show out here that they want the same thing where they want you to sign over all the rights to your images and when the show's over, they ask you to send the images for free. And that's really not part of the business of, of being a photographer. You know, our, our, our job is to sell our images to people, either to a publication, to a brand, to somebody. But you know, our, our job is not to give the show free images. Um, but in LA, a lot of photographers started fighting back on the email threads. So I think that, that put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. At least for me, I saw it and I was like, that doesn't look like uh, something I'm interested in attending anymore. But, you know, unfortunately, people are a lot more people are trying to do this where they want all the pictures because they don't want to pay for photographers for our, our value. Basically. Let me ask you this. If you are shooting for a brand, right, and you, you right. got the image or whatever, I don't think a photographer would mind giving those image to that brand to use, right? If, you, if that brand would give you credit. So that's the tricky part, right? So, so what you want to do is you want to sell your images to the brands. You want to sell the videos to the brands because they're a business. And each photographer is actually a business owner themselves or entrepreneur, right? So okay. what I what I do is if the brands want it, I, I, I send them a rate. I say, hey, it's going to be X amount of dollars for this. And then if they don't want it, I, find, I look for publications or I, I do whatever I can with, with the images. Because if you continue to get the, the images to the brands, like I used to at, at the beginning, they'll never pay. And the point of doing this is to get paid and, and be seen. Um, what I do though, I do help out the models. A lot of times the models do not get images or, or video. Mm -hmm. So I'll 
if I want somebody to give me recognition for it, I want the models to see it and share it across their network. Gotcha. Uh, when it comes to their brands, too many people are sending them content and they just lump it into what well, I, I, well, I feel they lump it into one folder and then they just post it periodically and they don't know who sent them what because everyone's pictures are inside this bundle. But at least with the models, the models will tag you and other models tend to know other models and they, they'll see you and be like, oh, this guy's a real photographer. He's at the shows. He's not just doing Instagram. You know what I mean? So for me, I try to do that with, with the, the models. I try to share content with them. But for the brands, their business, and you have to treat them as a, as a business. I, I, you know, I don't understand the business of fashion and, and photography that much, but I, I would think, you know, I don't, I don't disagree with anything that you're saying, but I think it would be in the, in the, the brand's best interest to have the photographers there to take the pictures. And if you guys want to work out something with a price or a rate, if they like that shot, they like, okay, well, we have to have this shot because this shot is going to, we want to put it in a magazine because it's the perfect shot of, you know, the, the model and the clothes. Why not give you a few bucks for it? Well, correct. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's that seems like, that seems like good business, right? It, it does. But what, what a lot of the brands do is they'll, they'll look for how can it get for free. Also, no, but they're, the but they're making, well, but the, the hair, hold on, Joe, they're, they're making, they're making money. This is like this show that we're looking, this is a million dollar show. So it's not correct. like the brand don't have the budget to pay a photographer a few bucks for pictures. So why right. would, I mean, it's a business. So why not so, pay? So here, here's the issue. When it comes to these shows, that there, there's something called a house photographer. The house photographer is shooting for the show. They provide them with all the images and all the video from the show. So they already have somebody giving them the content. So you have to get them to buy images off of you separate to what, in addition to what they've already paid. And that's where the conflict of interest comes in, at least for the, the designer, for what I, I can see. But that, they, they should be paying people for their work. You know, yeah, no but the house, but the house, but you can agree the house photographer can't catch everything though. I mean, not, it's not going to be exactly the same, but I mean, we're all shooting pretty much the same runway, right? So it just depends on what you like, because I may color my images different than the house photographer does. You may like the, the color grade I did on the image more than what they're what they're doing. So in you know, in reality, they should be saying, hey, this I want to buy images off of this person here. But that involves us you know, sharing our, our, our images. Like, for instance, when I share images online, I tag the designer, I tag the model, I tag the hair and makeup team, I tag, I tag everybody right. so that everyone can see it so that if they do want to purchase it, they know they can contact me. But again, the house has a photographer, they have a videographer. So like all this video, like this video we're looking at right now, that's from the house. That's right. um, IMG, IMG producer. They did the whole thing. So they're getting quality work already. And, and this, what I'm talking about more pertains to smaller shows. This mm -hmm. is the main show, so you know they're getting quality work. But the smaller shows, they may not get this type of quality. They, they're getting like you know le lesser quality, a little bit different of uh, images, and it's a little bit more hectic at those shows. This is more controlled. Okay. How about how about we just get rid of the house and just have photographers just come in? Who gets the best shot gets the best shot. I mean, trust That's me, I, I'm all for that. Game on, you know. <laughs>
<laughs> but you know, the, the household just gets sit dead center. Just, the house sits dead center. Gets the best gets seats, the, the best, the best yeah. position, the best locations. Right. right. So Getty Images, they're also always center. Um, if Vogue is there, Vogue is going to be center. Like there, there's people that you know they're going to get the best spots, and there's mm -hmm. not much you can do about it. So me as a freelance photographer, I got to do as best I can to get close to the center. A lot of times I end up just sitting on the floor. And I think I learned from this week. I'm starting to get too old for that. I think I'm standing up in the back. <laughs> right. Now, this email, let me take you back to the email that was sent out from L.A. What okay. would happen if freelance photographer, which is very important to the fashion industry, what if they said, you know what? We're just going to boycott these fashion shows. I mean, we're just not going to go. Unfortunately, it'll never happen. There's always going to be someone that, that's starting out and wants to grind it out and go do anything. That's the, that's the nature of the game. Somebody's always going to come to do it for free. It's like working with influencers. Influencers can tell you no because they'll find somebody for free. Because somebody wants to shoot somebody for clout. Somebody wants to get their name out there. They want the, the exposure. Exposure, which doesn't really do anything for anybody. <laughs> but you, you, don't know, get, you don't get the same quality, though. I mean... You can. I mean, there's tons of people that they'll shoot it. I mean, so, you know, as being a photographer, you're going to have to do test shoots. You're still going to have to make content. The more test shoots you do, you build up content to uh, to present to brands and to try to get more work. So a lot of times the influencers like, were tricking the young, younger photographers into believing uh, working with me, I'll get exposure to get two more people. And what happens is these influencers are telling other influencers, oh, no, he was free. So you just keep going around and around in circles doing free shoots. <laughs> until you can get a brand to do something for you. But here... <laughs> it's like the nature of the beast, right? These, 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 you, influ you the, these, these influencers, huh? Because here's, here's the, you have to do it. You have to get uh, content to um, get more, um, more exposure. If you don't have good content to show people, people will never pay you for it. Right. So you have to do a bunch of a bunch of shoots, but what you're supposed to do is something called test shoot, to where you're doing a shoot that's for you, not really for them. It's your idea. You're getting the clothing. You're getting the location. You're getting everything. Then you bring the model in because it's your shoot that you're putting together. Right. Um, there's a photographer I follow named uh, Laura G. She calls them uh, investment shoots. So you do an investment shoot. You're doing a shoot for your portfolio to to present to clients, and that's really what you should be doing. Um, the free shoots for exposure is something that. You know, you got to get away from it as fast as possible. It's a lot easier said than done because you may have somebody with a million followers that comes up to you and says, do this shoot with me for exposure. And you kind of get stuck with saying, all right, I have to do the shoot because it's going to go to somebody else if I don't do it. Yeah, but you don't have to do it, though. Right? You, 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 you could you possibly you find someone with less followers. And again, like you said, investment shoot to where yep. you're picking, you're picking the model and you are doing the whole design the concept that you want in order to to, to showcase your talent because i mean these these influencer they may have a few thousand followers or a million followers but they really don't have any structure behind them you know that some of them do some of them are do have things uh set up to where they like they understand the photography business some of the new ones, they, they don't really have it like that. Um, but you know, it, it's just part of part of the way the way the industry works. At least here in Miami, for what I've seen uh, for the past couple of years, 
But you know, I've heard complaints um, from LA. People in LA say it's weird. Miami's like a free zone. Nobody pays for photographers in Miami. <laughs> and then, you know, New York is like the same way. So I don't know if it's a Miami thing or if it's everywhere. You know, but I've heard from other photographers that Miami seems to be like a free zone. Nobody wants to pay in Miami because they'll find somebody to do for free. So it, it's a bit of a struggle out here. So, so Miami is like the outcast from LA and New York, but Miami, everyone comes to Miami because we've got the sun, the sand, of and course. we've got the lifestyle that they want. Right. So you're and, telling me that it's, it's a free zone? I don't know about yeah, that. So, so it's funny that you said that because when I was in New York, and there's a photographer I met in uh, Miami, just uh -huh. she said, wow, the Miami, the Miami photographers are out here. And I said, yeah, we don't get respect in Miami, so we gotta come out here, we gotta take our respect. And it was like, wow, like you're really coming to New York to shoot the shows. And you're showing people who you, who you really are. So, you know, it's just, it's all part of the game out here. You know, you just got to play the game better than them, basically. <laughs> does does the photography business, do you guys have a union? No, no. No union? I mean, there, so, so there is stuff like um, the PPA, Professional Photographers of America, that will give you a bunch of uh, documentation of how to kind of run your business. But you're dealing with a lot of people that really aren't corporate, they're not really professional. So they, they see that as they are the they're the breadwinners. They're the ones that are important and not you. Because they feel like they'll find another photographer. So that's the thing you get to deal with, at least out here in Miami. But you know, that, that's my experience out here. But you, know, you got to keep working until you get paid to pay work and keep working until you get paid shoots and brands to work with, boutiques, stuff like that. I mean, I'm sh I'm shocked that you the photography, the, the, you guys don't have a union. Shock. You know? No, I mean, you You can get an agent, I mean, but you got to find an agent that's going to represent you. And they're all over the country, and then they'll fly you out to wherever the shoots are. So there's stuff like that you can get, you get a photographer agent. But for the most part, you know, most of us are freelance, just working on our own, working with whoever we can. Okay. Huh. I got a few of your shots here from uh, New York Fashion Week. Tell me about this one. Uh, it, um, seems, it seems like you were dead center. Joe, so I don't know you talking about you having bad positions and bad location. <laughs> this no, no, no. At, at this show, I, I was pretty distant. I was pretty, I was pretty close in the front, um, right, right, just off to the right. And uh, with this, with this shot here, I liked it because I was able to frame her within the doorway in the back. And what I did with my pictures were I kind of like I darkened the, the shadows. That's why uh -huh. you can see there's like a, a black frame around the door. So that I made it a little bit darker so it didn't stand out on purpose. But I wanted to frame her in that that door so that she's stuck within what they call a frame within the frame. Mm. Same thing here. A little Same bit. thing here. Oh, and then you see, there's a line at the top of it. So I try to use like the, there's something called leading lines. So the line is actually like pointing to her head, so you can kind of follow that line straight to her face. Right. Gotcha. 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 So that's 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 uh, that's intentional what you did here. Right. Well. It's not so much intentional. I mean, I, I shoot a certain way. Remember, they're walking as, as you're shooting. And then I, as I go through the images, I look to see what I was able to capture. And I see which ones work the best. And then I just use those those images. Like this one here, you know, you get the lights on both sides of her. And it's kind of, again, like a V-shape is going towards her. So almost like a triangle, basically. True. True. So, you know, it's another kind of role of design, having geometric shapes inside your, your images. This one here as well. Right. Try to keep the you'll see, you'll see, Yeah, you'll see the pattern in all these images of, of it being 
similar to, to that type of structure where there, there's a leading line geometric shape or uh, they're framed a certain way. Keeping it in the V. I see it. Right. I see it. I see it. Yeah, definitely high fashion, you know. Yeah. And then what's this up, this one is pretty cool. The dog? The, 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 so the dog walks in the front and kind of just posed, which we, we all thought was kind of funny. But <laughs> normally the dogs just kind of look around and he just puts his head to the side. So we're like, all right, the dog's posing too. <laughs> oh, maybe the dog is trained to be a model. Probably. I mean, you look like a expensive dog. <laughs> <laughs> looks very very expensive you know when you look when you look at the videos you I, I saw the dog in the video i was like they brought a dog on stage huh yep it's interesting they brought a dog on stage you know i saw you tag this model here well you got a bunch of models that's on your page i want to show you some videos from okay. um from your shoot in new york uh which one let's go to this one right here What is this here? What is, what's going on here? So this is Alice and Olivia presentation. So basically they had a bunch of models uh, in different sets to where they're just kind of standing there like that. And you're able to uh, just take pictures of them real quick and get them to pose. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to see the show that long, but this is some of the content I was able to get from it. Okay, so they bring the, they bring the models out to what? To just... So you get to pick and choose yeah, or just a random model and says, okay, well, shoot the models. No, no, no. So th this is like a set, right? Um, these models were, were set to this spot right here. Okay. Um, if you look on my, on my Instagram page, there's another one. It's just kind of pink, thinking like, yeah, ma mainly pink, but that's the different set. They're like different stages. These models just sit there for two hours, posing for everybody, taking the pictures. And they're gotcha. just there. I like this shot right here that you took. Um, kind of looked like Batwoman. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, but this is just her walking walking through the runway. Um, that's what she did. I think I have a picture with her like pointing like right at the camera also. Mm. I don't know I don't know if you got that one. No, I don't I don't, I don't know if I include that one. No, you, you didn't yeah. no, I didn't get that one. Tell me about this here. Yeah, so keeping it in the frame so, dude you you had good yeah. you you had good positions all right you had a good you got a good yeah. spot to shoot yeah. dog. okay <laughs> for this show yes for this show i was front just did uh just off off to the right from the center so this was this one worked out perfect but the dormy show that's when i was in the back i was in like the back right corner right huh. good stuff good stuff good stuff so what's what's next for you you you're back in you're back in Miami. Um, you know who I wanna I wanna talk to the chick that you um, you had in your last video that we were talking about. Um, was she the real estate agent that you shot for? Oh, my my friend Lindsay. Yeah, I wanted to talk to her. Content wise, uh, I mean, uh, talking about real real estate market in in, in South Florida, you know. That that's I mean, it might be possible. That, I, I that, that, take, that takes a beating, you know. <laughs> you know. I can I can reach out to her see if she's interested. I mean, you you did uh, the real estate shot you did, and you did one of your friend. You know, 
when I look at that real estate, I mean, for you, it was just like promoting the, you know, the new development, but it came across very artsy, you know? Right, right, right. You, you could do more of that stuff. That shit was very, very artsy and very cool. I like it. I so mean, what, I'm, always, I'm always down to do some new stuff. Sorry, what, there's like mosquitoes over here. <laughs> what, what, is, what, is, what is next for you? I mean, right now, I'm just looking for new brands to work with. Um, more, more clients, more clients, more clients. That's okay. all I'm looking for. Just need people to let me go ahead and shoot for them, shoot their lookbook, shoot e-commerce, social media content, stuff like that. Um, I actually got my TikTok back. I don't know if you saw my TikTok that got banned this past weekend. Banned? Um, I got for what? Today. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I contacted TikTok and said um, I had zero violations and they think it was a mistake. But I got it back today. So that's really good because I got 800,000 followers there. And I'm like, that's my biggest follower. I need to keep those people. <laughs> I don't listen. Social media, dude. Let, let's talk about that for a moment. Social media is a weird place, okay? Because you can look at someone right. else doing the same thing you're doing, and they don't get. I mean, I'm sure they get report, but it seems that social media companies will pick and choose who they allow to do what. Do you experience that? Yeah, I, I mean, so, so the thing is, like, for TikTok, for example, I got lucky. I went viral with a video, and it, it just took off. Um, more people started uh, posting the videos for one week, just the same way I was doing it. And their stuff hasn't been taken off that much. When the big companies are doing it, they're not taking off. So, you know, it, it all matters about who's first it's for everyone to find to see it. Right. And if they, if they like your stuff, then they just keep following. But like I said, I got lucky. I won the videos, went completely viral. I think the last I saw, I had like 110 million views, which right. is absolutely insane. I was TikTok three months ago. And to have 800,000 people is is insane to me. I'm, I'm very thankful for it. But I don't understand how social media will promote some people and won't promote others. I have a friend of mine that I think is content better than mine. He gets no traction at all mm -hmm. on, on there. Um, he is, however, killing it on YouTube. He has 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. So it just depends on what platform you're on, where, where people are following you, right? what people are, are looking at. But it just, I don't know, social media is a, a very interesting place. Because, yeah, I mean, and again, this is nothing that's, that's really interesting, interesting with social media. You can have great content, and people will look at you and say, you don't have enough followers. And it makes no sense to me. If Dude, you like I, content, I, what's um, the difference? <laughs> I had a, a guy I had on, um, Marvelli. He do okay. set design, Hollywood set design for big companies, you know, like movies commercials you, you name it and you know he came me i'm talking came on this guy's busy when i tell you he's busy he's extremely busy just did a netflix um show three weeks he's been billing a set for netflix for this show that netflix got coming out they're shooting on sunday he tells me spoke to him last night he's shooting on sunday and they're doing okay. only one shoot on sunday and then they wrap then they break the set down okay here you have a guy like that that's really connected. Right. Not really big on social media, don't really care for social media too much. But then someone that has a million followers that's really into social media, they'll tell you that you don't have enough followers, but they don't have the amount of money of followers that they really have. Correct. Right? It's interesting because one of the photographers I know out there in New York, she's shooting all the main shows. Shows that I can't even get into. Right. The girl has 500 followers. She's shooting for publications that have a thousand followers. There's two of them. I think both of them had like a, one had a thousand, one had like three thousand. 
And she's told me, it's insane. You have more followers than the publications I'm shooting for. And they wouldn't let me in places, but they're letting her in. So it's but, just, she, but she doesn't care. Know. But she don't care about social media, right? She's not really even care for it so. that much because she's already doing and, and that's probably the thing once you're once you're in you get so caught up in what you're doing the work that you're doing and you enjoy doing you don't really care much about social media i would listen for me i wouldn't even be on instagram dude i wouldn't i wouldn't care about instagram that much because my core following and listeners are on apple of course okay so you know when someone says you oh, you know, yeah i don't i don't like and I'm talking about real people with the household income are on Apple. They're not on Instagram. They don't even yeah. know what Instagram is. But that's yep. where they're at because they listen to music. They listen to podcasts. Um, they watch their movies on Apple TV. I'm on Instagram even, and I don't really care for it that much. Yeah, even TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. I got on TikTok just because I said I, I want to be on multiple platforms. Never expected to go viral on there. Right. And when I tell people, hey, are you on TikTok? They're like, oh, you crazy? I'm not doing that. That's for kids. Right. I say, right. hey, I thought I thought the same thing. Right. I have 800,000 followers now. And they're like, holy shit. And I'm like, yeah. So, you know, it, it opens doors. Because people see your follower account, and they, they they associate that with, like, success. And that's not really true. Right. Because I've, I, meet, I meet guys at these fashion shows that they have 1,000 followers. And they shoot all the major models. So it has nothing to do with success it just has right. to do with people follow you and you kind of get like a voice to say i'm so and so this is what i do i'm an expert on this now because now you guys see everything i do mm -hmm. but there's other people out there that like i met a guy that he's been shooting runway for 25 years he has 18,000 followers i'm not touching that guy you know what i mean he's been doing it for 25 years i've been doing it now for like three years there's no way that i can compare myself to what that guy does but somebody will look at my social media following and think that I'm bigger than him. Right. I have more, You're more of an following. expert on, on shooting than him. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's not, that's far from the truth. You know what I mean? I, I, he told me he did 25 years of uh, fashion shows and he was actually having a party thrown for him in New York because it's 25 years on, on the runway. And that's, you know, that's incredible. Wow. And he has 18,000 followers. Wow. So, you know, it just makes you wonder like, this guy's all over the place doing other stuff, and he's really the expert, but he doesn't have a following like that, and he doesn't care for it. Right, he, he knows care for it. he's doing his own thing. <laughs> right. I'll go for that. I'll go for that. Um, but, you know, social media is its a weird place. It's a place where anyone can pick a profession, become an expert in that in that field and don't have the credential but get paid for or even get paid better than the person who actually has the credential i, I don't i don't get it i think the f I, listen i've been saying this for a while i think the ftc needs to take a look at this fucking social media thing and get a handle <laughs> on it because you can't claim to be an expert in a particular field and you don't have the credential we got to stop that right 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 and, you know that, that's the thing like like for instance um we were talking about pictures earlier with photographers and influencers. A lot of influencers would take a photographer's image and they'll give it to a brand and say, hey, here's the pictures that you requested. But in, in actuality, photographers own the copyright to the, those images. And what, what it's doing is leaving the brands open for litigation because I can sue the, the brand for copyright infringement 
of them using my work to, to market material right. without my permission. So, you know, a lot, a lot of this is going on and a lot of people are not aware of this. And it's like, man, how do you get people aware about copyright infringement when they've been doing this for years and no one's super? Well, then you can hold it. I had an attorney on a while back. We we're talking about copyright, uh, copyright laws briefly. Right. But I, I don't think, I don't think, and not, I don't think, I feel that models, influencers, as what we will call them now, I think right. they need to be more proactive and working with photographers. If someone takes the picture and it's a great picture, and you want to use the picture, give them credit. You know, some people don't even want to tag you on Instagram or tag you. Yep. You know, they feel like if I tag you, I'm going to give you. But they don't understand it's part of networking. There is someone you know that knows someone that can get something done for you. Right. It, it, it's definitely part of networking. But again, there's a, there's a copyright issue with some things. And it really comes into play like, like I've seen some of my images before on websites. And I didn't give them any of my, my images. But they got it from the model. You know what I mean? So now it's being used for business and for sales. Okay, well now, so, well guess what? What I what I would do, and I'm you're gonna start you you're gonna get me in my in my my, my legal mode. <laughs> I gotta get away from that, man. Being court too much. <laughs> I, I really I, I yeah, I gotta I gotta stop. But if the model is giving your image, maybe you maybe photographers should have a conversation with the model and say, hey, listen, if you're gonna give my image I want to be aware of it because I don't want, I mean, I'm Correct. sure you don't want your pictures showing up on a website that you may not be fond of, but they're selling what it's, I mean, associate some product that you might not be cool with. You know, you might want to be aware of what's going on. Now you have your image that you shot thinking that you're doing it for what, what's the word that you use? The collaboration. No, 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 so, no. There was a word that yeah, you use. Yeah. Is I, it investment? I, I was saying, the investment shoot, so investment, investment shoot, are, yes, or, investment those are gonna be yours, but yes. collaborations and test shoots that's where, where it's really happening. It's more in the collaboration where you're doing the shoot with this model, collab with them on something, and then all of a sudden your work is getting sent somewhere else, and you know you're not aware of it. And sometimes it, it does if, it's, if it's let me I, ask you this I, if it's a collaboration, don't they have just as much right to the images as you? They do, but the brand does not, okay, but they. If they have rights to the image just as much as you do, is there anything to say that they can't give it to another brand or give it to a brand to use? Because they, they've had to have right for it, right? Right to use it. No. So they, they have the right to use it on their social media pages and stuff like that. They don't have the right to give it to another person for them to use it, right? So, so you can give them rights to use the actual image. But once once they give it to somebody else, you didn't give that person the rights for the image, and that's where the, the the issues start coming into. Because if let's say like you took pictures of somebody, and now that's being used to sell a product on the website, mm -hmm. but you have no no affiliation with that company at all, they can't just use your work. That's copyright infringement because it's your work because you took the picture, right? So they actually owe you money to use the stuff. If they want it, they have to buy it off you. They have to. Um, purchase a license to use the, the, the image. I, un I understand that part but I'm just saying it can get tricky because the model can they can say hey listen we've got rights we got permission from the model and you did a collaboration with the model which in right. essence saying that the model has just as much right to this image 
as you? No. No. Because the, because the copyright still remains with the photographer, right? Okay. So as long as the copyright remains with you, is your final decision. So the person who created the image, the copyright Correct. stays with. Right. Okay. So what what I do is I, I have a contract that has usage rights on it, saying hey, you can use it for your personal social media, your personal website, your know, personal things, but you cannot give it to a company and have them use it for for profit. Okay. All so right. I I do I do put a contract out when I do collaborations, just to have that stuff all all written out there. Gotcha. And some people say, oh, it's pointless to do it. But I'm like, it's pointless until you see your work somewhere else. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go for that. I'll go for that. So you, know, you always have to protect yourself. That's all. Yeah, interesting. You might have to come back, man, so we could talk about the the plight of photography. You know, I am I am shocked when you told me that you guys don't have a union. I would think that yeah, you no. guys would you guys was more organized than you know just everyone doing freelance work. You know, I mean, I'm not aware of a union. So I, there's not one that I know. Like I said, there's PPAs, Professional Photographers of America, but there's no one there saying, hey, you can't do this to photography, you can't do that. We do have the 1974 copyright act. Yes. We can use that to fight stuff. Uh, there was one that Trump passed also, where it was like, I forgot, I forgot what it's called, but there was something like, in regards to what I was talking about, how people give out your work, like a company cannot use your images without your permission type of stuff. Um, you don't have to really follow copyright anymore for that before. You got to go to the Library of Congress, follow all this paperwork, have everything in properly, and different stuff like that. But now you just have to have the original copy, and, and that's it. Dig that, dig that, Joe Matos, sir. It, it, listen, it's always a pleasure chatting with you, man. Always, you know. I mean, I, I, I love it. Um, yeah, thanks thank for having me on again. No, I listen, I, I want to have you back because I like these conversations. I didn't know none of <laughs> none of this stuff, you know. Um, so I'd love to have you back, you know. I don't know what else you have going on, but whatever you got going on, shit, you come back. We talk about photographer. You know, I might have I might have uh, Maribel on. Uh, he told me yesterday, you know, next week or maybe next month or sometime. But he's a copyright lawyer. He does it. He does okay. intellectual. He does copyright intellectual property and all that stuff. You know, I had him on okay. before. He does a lot of federal work, so I'm going to have him on. So I'd like to kind of like do like a round table or something, you know. This is his area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is his area. So listen, Joe Matos, it's always a pleasure having you uh, on Folks Alert, man. Um, I'd love to have you back whenever you want to come back, you know. Um, I love your work, as I told you before. You do good work. And if anyone is interested in, in hitting you up, they can follow you on Instagram and also your TikTok. Your TikTok is Joe Matos Runway, right? Correct. Yeah, Joe Matos Runway on TikTok. And Instagram is Joe Matos Photo. Correct. Will do, will do. Listen, it's a pleasure. Um, thank you. And we will chat, man. Enjoy, enjoy, right, the, man. enjoy the, the, the South Florida sun. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later, man. Peace. All right. Take care.